And then the knives come out. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Philly. Welcome to a more Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm C. And I'm Paul. And welcome to another episode of a more Philly Union. Um, let's get into the big housekeeping news. We are officially a podcast now. Yay! Yay. So you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're, we're finalizing with Google and um, we're still um, chipping away at Apple, but otherwise we're out there in the podverse, if that's a thing. Um, so yeah, super excited by that. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get more stuff going in that direction and we'll keep you guys posted. But we'll still be posting it up on YouTube if oh, you absolutely. prefer to do it that way as well. But yes, if you do have you know, a non-Google, non-Apple pod feed that you'd like to follow. We're there now. You can find us. Yeah. And actually, that's one of the nice things about our our podcast service. It will automatically post uh, to YouTube. So I don't have to make actual little movies and post them. Um, nice. So I'm looking very, very much looking forward to that being taken off my plate. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the big news. Um, quick mention on the uh, Apple TV. Yep. Um, no replay again uh, until Monday. So at least got a little better this time um, yeah. and uh, did spend another hour and 40 minutes on tech support and am awaiting a call back tomorrow um, from them. So uh, it's an ongoing saga, folks, uh, but at least it did fix itself this week. Um, so we were able to watch the actual game and not just recap. So we're baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Yep. So um okay um so let's uh kind of get into things so we are now week six um so going into this weekend uh was uh i guess the end of week five technically um so going into the weekend game against uh uh, orlando city uh union were in eighth place with a two win two loss record um that's four um mls games if you're counting and so orlando's now our fifth game um Orlando came to Philly uh, uh, in ninth place. And that's how the stage was set. And I guess let's let's crack open this this bad boy and talk about this game. Um, Only if we can forget about the first 10 minutes. Yes, I think it's one of those things. If you could subtract the first 10 minutes, we'd be talking about a significantly different game. Uh. So before I was saying before we even talk about the game, it, it will well before the game start, it's worth noting the union were down nine uh nine players, seven of them are first team players. Now, one of them was due to red card uh accumulation. Uh Karan's mm-hmm. I'm looking at you. But yeah, we basically had our legs cut out from under us. Um and, and one was Blake, to be fair, was out injured. True. So that's but. true. Um, apparently you, you are allowed to um, submit a roster of 20 and we couldn't even do that i believe we had 16 yes that sounds so, right um, yeah um yeah we were that short so yeah so uh yeah so we we're kind of going in with i guess the arm type behind our backs um well at least we wouldn't get it called for a handball <laughs> <laughs> call back yeah um 
also uh, about the game uh, it was also uh Lesnar's birthday along w- along with right. as you pointed out former union player Casper Shibilko. Yes. So yes. Happy birthday you March babies. Yes, indeed. Um but um back to the missing players. Um so uh did a little research about this and um MLS traditionally does not except when they feel like it, observe the international break. Um, apparently they're a little more um, uh, likely to do so in a World Cup year. Um, but uh, this year, not so much. Um, not observing this international break. Um, they won't be observing the ones that are coming up in June and September either. Um, and um, one but as of far the- as that, though, we because I'm just walking through in my head, you know, yes, Blake was out, but we had the four starting defenders. We had mm-hmm. Flock, we had Bedoya, and we had Ura. So really, we had four, five, six, seven of our eleven normal starters. So we really only had four non-starters: uh, Bendik, Perea, mm. Torres, and Donovan in the starting lineup. Mm. So you know, we didn't. We may have had nine people missing for the game. But they weren't all starters, and of of those, two of them were because of call ups. One was red card, and one was injury, which would have been a call up too. Blake would have gotten picked up for right. for, for Jamaica. Right, right. So on the whole, though, it did it certainly did you know, definitely tell the difference in in the play. Um, it's a little worrying that it seems like playing at home, you know, playing at all of all of these games. The union has started off pretty flat. Our opponents have really gone at them, gone at the union early in the games. Yeah, I mean, I, I watching the game, I know that um, the union playing in Orlando it felt like the union were kind of like playing themselves because um, yeah. they really kind of step by step pressured us. Um, they kind of brought our own game to us, um, you know, and, and it just felt like. Yeah, there was a lot of back and forth, right? That kind of you stop the attack and you launch your quick, um, you know, transition into your quick counterattack. But yeah, they just stayed on on top of us for most of the game. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was definitely it definitely seemed like, you know, Orlando came to play. Um, I'll admit I- I'm having trouble remembering the two goals because they happened so fast <laughs> that the Union gave up. Um, well, I so yeah, that's just the first goal was in the second minute. Yep. Um, and uh, it was a nice goal. I mean, uh, they're um, I, I didn't catch the name, it was their number seven center of the field, kind of get his nice arcing pass yeah. up to Ojeda. Yeah, that's right. And then he just finished it really nice. Yeah, it was that long ball, and the and the defender got past Elliot, right? Elliot tried to make the run back, Bendik sort of came out out for, for, for to, to defend it um could have come out a little higher maybe but same point he didn't want to get beat on the dribble and yeah he did you know beat him with it shot that is the goal right I'm, I'm confusing that in last week maybe I'm just trying to remember <laughs> I think you're right all right yeah it was definitely disappointing and then the second goal if i remember correctly was like you were saying he very much a, you know a, a transitional goal 
Uh, and it looked like something that the union normally would have scored. Yeah, I, I noted that they they gave a really nice um, surgical maybe pass right between our defenders. Uh, no. uh, Angulo, Angulo, uh, it was right there on the receiving end, and it's just, um, yeah, it felt like Orlando was playing our game, but just a half step quicker. You know, they yeah. just. Yeah, it was. I mean, if anything, that second goal reminded me a lot of the Torres Carranza goal against the crew. Uh, less distance in the play, but it mm. was a quick transit. You know, it was a win the ball in the union in the union mm. half. Uh, a couple of quick passes, spring spring an attacker for a one time finish. And yeah, it, it 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 like you said, it felt like they were they were scoring union type goals. Um, you know, not that the union have the only claim to that style of play but they have been very good at it. Um, mm-hmm. And to go down in the hole like that definitely was deflating in the, in the, in the stands. Um, the first goal, it's like, all right, you know, that's just, that's just the way the game is played. Right. Sometimes you go down a goal, you come back and then you get that second goal. Seven minutes later, it's like, okay. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's taking the wind out of the sails a bit. Um, but yeah, we did get a little bit of wind back in our sails. Yeah, I mean, Nate actually turned to me. He goes, "Well, at least they have eighty minutes to try to get tied up." Um, <laughs> the what was optimist. it? The seventeenth minute, eighteenth minute, nineteenth minute, seventeenth. Yeah, seventeenth. Um, yeah, we got the one back with Perea. Uh, you know, he it was a bank. You know, um, bank. I was going to say bang bang play, but I mean, really, he took the took the first shot with with a header. Uh, the first shot put it off the one upright. It came back to him, and he just volleyed it mm-hmm. right past the keeper. Not that the keeper didn't have a shot; didn't really have a chance on that shot. It was so well struck, especially from that close. And Chris, I think you put out a little bit of history with Perea. And uh... oh, Perea uh, was traded from uh, Orlando, uh, so this was his first game playing uh, against them for the Union. So, and so that was a. a nice little um pyrrhic victory yeah yeah that's something yeah yeah but that said you know Perea was definitely not you know the the midfield definitely seemed to be a lot more disconnected in this game than they normally are i noticed that flock was doing a lot of heavy running throughout the game Mm -hmm. trying to close down and 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 orlando would seem to have not a lot of trouble playing the ball around him um you know, uh, Perea and Torres, they're not as defensive minded as the other, you know, the normal structure that we have there. And even Bedoya seemed a little out of sorts and a little less, less into the game uh, or less effective at least. Uh, and the midfield uh, diamond really suffered in this game. Yeah. I don't know if it's, you know, as you pointed out, Paul, right. We still had seven of our starters out in the field at the beginning of the game, but um yeah, I don't know if it's introducing roughly a third of new starters on the field, but I did feel like the union just, you know, at least for the first half of the first half, just couldn't settle down. Like there was some, there were some plays that were just very like, got in mind over the old days, right? Where it's like the like the one uh, Orlando was attacking, like Bendit came out and they still got around him. And so now he's totally caught off the line and they go to put a shot on goal. And I think it was either Glesnes or Elliot that just happened to get his body in the way to deflect the ball out. And it was just kind of like, Oh my gosh, like 
yeah, it was just, we, we just couldn't get our feet under us. Even if it wasn't as drastic as it sounds with quote unquote, nine players out, mm-hmm. it doesn't take that many players out to throw off the team. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I think, I mean, you know, even if, if yeah, I, th- I think maybe simply just having Martinez out was enough. Um, yeah. I mean, that was actually one that the commentators mentioned um, when they were, when they were talking about it, they, um, they said that the, uh, they felt that the, um, discipline that Martinez brings was missing from the game, which I, I thought <laughs> discipline was an interesting word to use, um, uh, in, in context with Martinez, but, um, it's usually he's the one being disciplined. Yeah. Um, but still, um, so I, I really think that's what it was. I think, and I think that's why the game, excuse me, the goals might have come early. It's not an excuse, but it is an explanation, um, or a possible one that they were settling in to their new format and they weren't ready. Yeah. Um, should they have been? Very possibly, but it looks like they weren't. So yeah, and you know um, they did they did fight. You know they did you know they did get that one back. They had other opportunities. Um, you know, they generated some goal scoring opportunity uh, chances. It, it, it there just seemed to be a lot of disconnect. I don't know if Aura and and Donovan were playing the same. You know, playing they didn't seem to be collaborating as well as Carranza and Aura does. Like you said, Christy, you know, it could be just because of of changing the changing the squad and and putting different bodies out there they're not going to be as used to running off of each other as the way they do but you know they weren't making the runs that the midfield expect them to run and make they weren't you know the connections the passes weren't there um and i just would have thought that the team would have known each other better at mm-hmm. this point i mean it's not i mean donovan's been with the club for at least a year now i think and or the same and you know, I know Torres had, had been bumping into Bodoya and Gazjog when they were all out there together. But, you know, now he was out there by himself. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it was it was a little disappointing, Not you know, in all honesty, not seeing the union play their style of game. Uh, I mean, they didn't give up. And, and like I noted, uh-huh. uh, Bendik did have a real nice double double save after mm-hmm. the Orlando's second goal. You know, mm-hmm. he made, he, he, there was a breakaway or a, an attack from Orlando into the box, and he made two saves in the box on sh- mm-hmm. short shots. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you kind of hope some a performance like that from your keeper might excite the team, you know, energize them, get them going. Uh, it didn't really seem to happen, though. Um, despite a couple of opportunities, they just never really called their way back into the game. And, and, and even their press seemed less effective. Normally, when the union's pressing, you know they can force the other teams into a Just lot of back passes. Yeah, and even if they don't turn it over directly, like they're playing at the midfield circle or even into the other into the opponent's half of the field when the union are pressing. And it just seemed like Orlando had no trouble getting the ball up into the union half um, and making making their midfielders run or, or disconnecting them and, and they just couldn't close down the passing lanes. It kind of felt like the, the union were playing or sorry, Orlando was playing the union strategy against us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just kind of gave us a taste of our own, of our own medicine. Yeah. Um, now in 
some small redemption in terms of the first half, right? There I have there were two yellow cards, I believe. Both of them were for Orlando. Um, the, the first one was um, Felipe for, he had that kind of um, pretty tough tackle on Perea. The second yellow card, I don't know what the second yellow card was for. Uh, I don't know if you remember, Paul, um, being I there. don't, I don't. Because um, there, there was a foul. Orlando had a handball just outside the goal box. And then next thing you know, I, somebody was getting a card. And I was trying to wait to see, you know, not always very clear about that on the coverage so far. So yeah, um, usually get yeah. a little like a little tab pop out under the score bar, but I didn't, I didn't see any mm-hmm. of that. Um, I wish I wish that soccer referees had hand signals like uh, mm-hmm. American football referees, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. you know, not that they have to talk to the stands and tell mm-hmm. us what the call is, but some sort of a, a of, of a designation. I you know, uh, just to show whether it's you know dissent or persistent infringement or some sort of a you know hand signal to make it clear why somebody's getting a yellow card would be appreciated mm-hmm. now that uh, could just that's probably just the american fan in me that that, that mm-hmm. feels that way was this um torres's first time starting in the game yes yes okay mm-hmm. this season yeah yeah so that was kind of the first half um second half um I feel like the union Is there came out to talk about? um fighting. Was that <laughs> so much to talk about in the second half? Yeah. Wait, nothing I mean nothing happened in a good way. Well, I will say that the union came out with an interesting switch up at the very beginning of the second half. It it kind of it actually reminded me of Ted Lasso a little bit. They kind Are of Paul to interrupt. Are you gonna talk about the actual kickoff of the second half? Yes. Go ahead. Because I saw this too, and I made a note. I was like, "Wait, what is this?" So yeah, so they they overloaded the right hand side of the field and um, played the ball back. I believe to Elliot, who who lumped it long. No, Elliot was upfield. They, they played it, I think, to Ambizo or Glesnes, who who played it up long. And the Union had like five or six guys in uh, overloading that side of the field, and they 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 did generate an attack there. They ended up, you know, going wide or getting pushed wide for a corner kick, but you know, it was a surprisingly effective attack to start the half. Uh, you know, I'm sure it was something that they've worked on. Definitely looked like something that came from the training grounds, as they say, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was effective. And it, and it really sparked the stands for a little while to that mm-hmm. the union were going to try to make a game of it. Yeah. Yeah. When we saw that, I had to pause the playback and hit me behind. And that's like, they're all starting on the right hand side. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Or yeah. at least yeah, interesting. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah. I think the second half was the half of corner kicks. I felt like <laughs> there was an exponentially larger number of corner kicks in that second half. I don't know what that means in terms of the gameplay. It's kind of like they're just taking more, more, uh, you know, throwing more punches at each other. Um, yeah, the problem is corner kicks rarely lead the goals for the team taking the corner kick. They've actually done studies, and um, you're more likely to give up a goal when you have a corner kick than to hmm. score a goal hmm. at the highest levels because you push so many players high that if the other team can counter quickly enough, they can get their players upfield and actually have a better shot at your goal than you will at theirs. So, um, yes, there were a lot of corners. There were a lot of uh, plays. It it just didn't feel very uh, uh, effective. Eventually, Curtin did make the subs, and uh, he put in, what, Bueno, 
uh, you know, yeah. it was Harriel, Real, yeah. yeah, and, and bueno. bueno, yeah, was it Bueno? Yeah, Bueno for Flock, um, Ariel from Baizo, and then Real for Ura, or yeah. as the announcer would like to pronounce it. Ure. Ure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's doing that. A Monty Python impersonation? It's getting worse every week. It's it really starting to sound like someone is seriously ill when they say yeah. his name. It makes you really appreciate Danny Higginbottom and J.P. Della Camera. Mm-hmm. I will say Danny Higginbottom was one of the announcers uh, for he the was game. the one who made the awful noise, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, uh, so it's nice hearing him just as a yeah. side note. Um, yeah, that, that was a, a batch sub. All three. Yeah. made all three subs in one shot. One um, fell swoop, yeah. and they shifted to a four-two-three-one. So they had two defensive midfielders there. They had Bueno and uh, Bedoya, I believe it was, that were playing in that defensive midfield space. They put uh, Donovan out left, Perea in the middle, and Torres out right. And then, um, well, since it wasn't Aura, I, I I can't remember who was up top then. I thought it was Aura, but yeah, I can't remember now who was up top. But yeah, they switched it up. You know, they tried to do what they could to spark something, but it just never really materialized. They, you know, they ran hard. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's all you can say. Yeah. yeah, I know the Union. They got two more yellow cards. Or they got they got two yellow cards in the second. So Orlando got their two yellow cards in the first. Union got two in the second. Um, Torres, I guess, got his first yellow card. I think. Yeah, this is first. Um, so Kai Wagner, he got a yellow card. And, uh, you know, he's a spirited player. It just, he feels like these past few games, he's getting mad, but, you know, to the point where, you know, he's um, potentially compromising his, you know, his not compromising his uh, ability to play, but it's just like, okay, Kai, just relax. It'll be fine. Deep breaths, you know. Um, I'm waiting for Martinez to come out and tell him to calm down. Yeah, uh, that's me. You know, there's an issue. Um, that's the pot calling the kettle black. Exactly, exactly. But um, but no, I, I, Ty Wagner, I, I, I've been enjoying these past few games, especially in the the game, the Orlando game. You know, he just he's constantly, as I like to say, he he plays attacking defender. Like he's constantly running those wings, and I don't, I just love seeing that the 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 hustle he has up and down the sideline. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'd be curious to see, like, in terms of the miles ran, um, if he's up there uh, at the top, just making those runs up and down. The yeah, I, I I do miss that about um, the the coverage. I don't feel like we get as many of those, and um, <laughs> perhaps unimportant but interesting uh, um, facts. I mean, we I know they do some things, but um, I, and I'm, I'm sure they're still figuring it out. But I would like to see a little more of that. Um, Torres, I, I had a couple both both in the first half and the second half it was great seeing him take on like two or three defenders at a time and uh win uh, and just kind of power through and, and he reminds me of harris um Medunian. Medunian. although in complete opposite part of the spectrum in terms of stature because medunian was a pretty big dude torres is way when i watch him play like the ball just stays at his feet Yep. You know, now he doesn't have the body mass that that uh, Harris had, um, but he just somehow keeps the ball at his feet. And so when these defenders crowd him, I'm just expecting the ball to pop out. Mm-hmm. But 
it, <laughs> it feels doesn't. like more often than not, he's popping out with the ball still at his feet. So I've been thoroughly enjoying Torres out there. Um, yeah. Um, when that it leads to goals, which actually it does tend to. Yeah. Um, I am enjoying watching he's him play. Watch, yeah. No, he's he's an entertaining player. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. So at the end of regulation time, we had a whopping seven minutes of stoppage time. Um, the, the union had a couple attempts, kind of wailing away a little bit, but it it obviously just didn't materialize, right? And yeah, uh, yeah. so the game ended one two, and sadly, historically, right, that ends our yeah um on our unbeaten at home streak we had uh 11 games this would have been the 12th had we uh tied or won um and that would have actually tied us for the league record with san jose um but it was not to be so very sad that record stretched all the way back to 2021 2021 yeah i found myself watching the game like i just wanted to equalize just so we could keep that record going you know Um, so that was a little bit of a disappointment, you know, but you know what, these are the, these are the disappointments you want, you know, like, ah, you know, we just lost our potential record tying performance. It's like, all right, well, you know, there's bigger, bigger problems, but yeah. So that was the end of our undefeated streak. Um, and, uh, it was a cold and rainy night and maybe that best sums up the, the the game experience or the the yeah it was kind of a little bit of a, a sobering um experience yeah. yeah disappointing um you know, wet blanket cold day yeah not as cold as the uh alianza game but definitely a colder why are we playing in march type of game yeah <laughs> the uh just looking at the the game stats um Looks like the union were kind of maintaining their just under 50% possession, not getting the majority possession. Um, but yeah, just looking at it, like it, you know, I mean, we look, we lost, you know, one to two, which by the way, Christy, I want to, you, you pretty much called the score just in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sadly. So someday your, your two one is going to come through. It's going to come <laughs> through. With it. Um, but yeah, we outshot them 26 to 12. We outshot them on goal shots, six to four. Uh, we did draw on the uh, yellow cards too. Too, um, I don't know. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. There was a lot going on with this game, and you know, it's not to make excuses, but I, I, I don't think this is a representative sample um, of the way we can play. Yeah. Um, be, yeah. And you know, I noticed the banner at the the river end. I don't know if you notice when you're there. Paul said, uh, "Philadelphia." Um, mm. Which I assume meant like a deep bench. Yeah, and I do think we have a deep bench, mm-hmm. but I I just I think this was a a, a big ask from yeah. MLS, partially in service of a um, tournament that they're having this summer um, that they will stop play for for what sounds like about a month, um, which is basically all MLS teams versus all Liga MX teams. Um, yes. Is this the first time we're doing this? Yes, or something like this? Yes. And, um, you know, it's the implication from the commentators is it's kind of a I mean, I'm reading between the lines that it's kind of a money grab. Um, But I, you know, I just I I just find it interesting because I I, I have I have my opinions on it. And basically, I think it's it's unfortunate that um, players are asked to 
kind of choose between their their club and their country. Obviously, they're going to choose their country because if they don't, they can turn down a call up, but then they're jeopardizing their futures with. And I hear that the teams can't actually refuse to allow, like, if player asks to, you know, if he gets offered a spot on the national team and asks to be released by his team club, you know, according to FIFA rules, I believe the clubs have to let them go. Right. Okay. Right. I I I think that's true. I think um, you could ask uh, your national club team if you could be pardoned from your call up, um, but why? would you do that um, um especially since these games mean something right and really families yeah exactly and and i mean i'm sure i i shouldn't just say that blanketly you know broadly why i'm sure there are people who might for their own reasons but um but you are jeopardizing your future with your national team mm-hmm. and if that's yeah. something that's important to you for any reason profile or otherwise um it's you know it's 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 all a big ask so i still not fond of it but it is what it is so it would be nice if the union could convince all of our players not to take this time away and just rack up some extra points during these windows though that would be nice. yeah that's true yeah <laughs> exactly that's true yeah well um just to kind of wrap up the game mm-hmm. then so after the game uh with our loss our record now is two wins three losses uh we've dropped down to eighth place Although while incredibly early in the season, I guess small comfort. We're still in contention for playoffs. Um, Orlando got a big boost. They went up, they went from uh where were they ninth place up to fourth place. Um, mm. so I guess you know the the table's still a little tightly packed there. That one win can move you up, you know, so, yeah. five, six or about five places. Uh Paul, you, you had mentioned that about um Curtin using this loss as a well, uh-huh. yeah, I, it just made me think now that they're below 500, you know, uh, all of the pundits and all picking the union to do very well this season um, and coming out a little less than stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this might be a little bit of a wake up call to to for Curtin and, and, and Bedoya and the rest of the team leadership to say, hey, guys, you got to stop reading your own press. You got to remember what, you know, two things. One. Don't believe that we're as good as we think we are um, mm-hmm. just, just because people keep saying that. But also know that because people think we are this good, we're playing against the, you know, the the people coming into our house or, or, or hosting us for games are going to come out and play their hardest. Yeah. And, you know, it, we're, we may not be totally underdogs, but we need to get some of that underdog mentality back, back and realize that, uh, how did Kelsey put it? You know, hungry dogs run fastest. Mm. we need Mm -hmm. to be hungry we need (laughs) to win those points get these points now and 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 really drive home the point that yeah we're we're still as good as we were last year and uh you know the rest of the rest of the league needs to be put on notice that the union aren't going to just fade away and and you know uh drop points unnecessarily yeah yeah no i i agree i i like i like that idea like i don't like us losing but mm-hmm. um if we're going to lose it kind of you know it's kind of like we had a great season last season i mean mm-hmm. again so close gareth bale so close and um you know coming into this season it's kind of like it's kind of our sl- season to lose so i was like well now we are kind of starting to lose it so i mean it's so early stuff can happen you know this is 
it's almost kind of silly to even talk about like this, but 62% of the teams will make the playoffs. Exactly. But I kind of like this idea, like, yeah, let's get hungry. Let's remember, like, you know, yeah, we're, we're not going to skate to the finals again this, this, uh, this season. Like we have to earn our spot and, you know, in some respect, you know, Billy, I, I like it. And maybe we actually do play better when we are the underdog, um, you know, um, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, you don't want to get out in front of the pack too soon, right? You you're a little want... looser when you're when nobody expects anything. From yeah, you. you're allowed to just play. Um, yeah, and when everybody expects you to do well and you don't do well, it, you know the, uh, it can get harsh. Uh, and and you know, hopefully they take this lesson to heart. Yeah. That, you know, the teams are going to come after the union. Yeah, the union have a target on them, and the union need to be hungry. That's what I was just going to say, right? By dropping down a little bit, it does make that target a little smaller, but mm-hmm. but not for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's the end of the Orlando game. I think we beat that yeah. uh, as much as we can. And let's let's move on. Yeah. And next week, next Saturday, we've got Kansas City coming to town. So we've got back to back home games. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully it'll be you know better weather. Crowd will turn out, be nice and loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Atla- Atlas uh, midweek. Uh, yeah, next Tuesday, right? They'll yep. be uh, yes. fourth. So this is now, this is our, this is quarterfinals we're in for the Champions League. Okay, so putting a card on the table, is this going to be a two-king aggregate or is this a Yeah, one- for okay. some reason though, um, the Union are hosting the first game, which mm. is unusual because as Curtin put it, he's like, I, I thought we were the higher seed, so I don't know why we're hosting the first game yeah. uh, i thought the higher she was supposed to be hosting the second game yeah because there's an advantage to hosting the second game in this in these in these competitions because if it goes to ties and you have to go to penalty kicks there's an advantage to doing that at home yeah um so the union won't have that advantage against atlas hmm. and so hopefully the union can get some points and get some goals at home because uh, going down to mexico is going to be tough the Kansas City game, is that our first Western Conference opponent this season? I think it is, right? They're our first. I think I'm they're our first. Walking through in my head, it was Miami, Orlando, Crew, um, Montreal. Yeah. So it, I think this is our first Western Conference team we're playing. Yeah. Um, they are 13th place right now, second from last in the West. So um, hopefully that helps kickstart our, our climb back up. Yeah, um, Vermees always gets their gets that team uh, playing well, and they've had some success in Philly. They won yeah. the, the Open Cup in Philly a bunch yeah. of years back. Damn, damn. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I don't expect it to be an easy game. I don't know. I haven't watched any of the Kansas City games this season to really know them. Yeah, I don't know if you have. Yeah, no, I haven't. I mean, I just their record. I think they've only won one game so far. Uh, Drew two. Actually, did they not win any games? I'm looking here at my notes. Um, Looks like two draws. Two draws and a loss. I only listed the last like four games. So yeah. they might have won their first game. I can't remember. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully it's a, a turning point. Um, you know, or I mean, we can point. ask, but I have a feeling we know what C's prediction is already, right? Yeah, let's get into the predictions for the Kansas City game. You know what? Do I'm it. Gonna mix it up. Do right. it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go two nil. 
Nice. Because this is actually a uh, for the union, correct? Uh, correct, yeah. correct, correct. Have, have any of us known us has called a a, 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 loss. a loss yet? Even though we've had more losses no, than wins, but come okay, on. no, we're not gonna. Yeah. We're not very no. good at this game. <laughs> no, I mean, no, we, we're. This is definitely one of those things where you're you're voting with your heart, and not your head. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to nil mostly for personal reasons because this is a derby with one of my coworkers who lives in Kansas City. And okay. It's a big Kansas City guy. Hey, Louie, right. if you ever hear this for any reason, um, so I'm going to nil just for bragging rights. You know, All right. Ms. Well, Carranza will be back. Gosh Dog will be back. Uh-huh. Or should be up top. I don't know what they're going to do with, with the rest of the midfield. I mean, Martinez will be in there. I wonder if they give Flock a break. I don't know. Is, is, you know, will Jim rest anybody before the Atlas game? I just oh, good question. So tough. Good um, question. Oh, and there is hope that Blake will be back for this game as well um curtain i'm gonna take saying last week that... i'm gonna take christy's traditional i apologize christy but no I'm, no it's up for grabs i'm gonna go with a 2-1 victory for the union note it but chris you were saying about blake possibly being back sooner than later that is the they were saying last week that that the curtain is hopeful that he like it sounded like it's it's still very tentative, but but he's hopeful that he'll be back for Kansas City. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, I'm thinking about my score. Um, you know, I, I'm, my 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 predictions have just been so bad. Maybe I should pick Kansas City winning just so. <laughs> Look, the cat can't even yeah. look at you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say um, go the draw. We have called draws before. Yeah, the thing is, with the the Atlas game, the the Champions League game coming up on Tuesday, I I could see, I could see Curtin want to hold some of our firepower firepower back a little bit, just so we're as rested as we could be for that game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say one nil Union. I'm still gonna pick the Union to win, but I just feel like it's gonna be a more of a a maintenance game. We just need to just get the win. We don't have to destroy anybody. Okay. It's not sexy, but well, this will be our first game at the stadium. Yes. Um this oh, season. Oh, nice. And yeah. um it's also April Fool's Day, so I don't know what in the world that means. No. Oh. Up is down. Yeah. Black is white. Dogs and cats living together. Exactly. Mass hysteria. Yep. Um, the Atlas game. Uh predictions on that one. I mean, this could just Oh, I mean that's from my perspective, I have I have no reference. Um, and, and Atlas had that amazing second game yep. against Olympia, right? When they yep, yep. they to- totally was it? They score four, they score five yep. in that game. Four nothing. Yeah, they won unbelievable. Four nothing at home, I'm going one nothing Union win, uh, based on absolutely nothing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to go. Uh, or see, did you want to? Throw yours in there. I'm gonna go two two draw. Okay. Okay. Huh. That's funny because that's literally what I was just gonna say two two draw. That's why you wait. You know, you you I hesitate, just... you lose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just absolutely plucked that from there. I just feel like Atlas. I don't know. I don't know. Is is in a word non-trivial. Yeah, I'll stick. I'll, you know, I'll I'll do uh, just to be a little different. I'll say um, I'm gonna say two one 
Union. I'll take Christie's 2-1 on this one just to, just right. to be different. Um, all right. So those are our games coming up. Kansas City on Saturday, the Atlas Champions League game on Tuesday. Um, other topics. So Blake, we're saying might be back sooner than expected. Yes. Um, hopefully. So I guess more, you know, we'll, it's waiting to see on all that stuff. So. Yeah. But they're hoping to have him for Kansas City. So that would be great. Yeah. No, no slate to Bendick, just. It would be great to get them back. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think we should be grateful that it's not worse than it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's early in the season. So but hopefully that'll be a turning point too. Maybe just in confidence, if nothing else. Yeah. Not to, uh, well, maybe one of our first callbacks. Um, haircut news now. Uh, <laughs> Joe Bendick and uh, Pere, I think, go to the same barber. Um they don't that looks like two different haircuts Pereira wore it better but um, yeah uh yeah there's something about keepers and hockey hair it's like this faux hockey hair mullet thing which look i I appreciate uh a statement piece when it comes to your 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 (laughs) your hair but it's like it was a thing in my high school back in the day we won't say what day that was but it's a tuesday uh it always gives me michael myers (laughs) yeah from hell so uh never a fan but uh yeah Yeah. it's it's just something we noted yeah anyway um neither here nor there any comments on the uh how our our guys did on their respective national teams during the weekend i mean Um, other than i looked up the recaps just to see if they went away and actually got some play time um looks like gosh dog did get into the first game uh, he subbed on for one of the goal scorer for Hungary. Um, and as far as I could tell, he did not play in the second game that he was away for. Uh, he was on the bench, but he didn't get subbed in. Martinez did, though, did get to play both games fully for Venezuela. He, they they won, I think, against Saudi Arabia. And I believe they also beat, or tied Uzbekistan. Huh? Okay. He, played, he played 90 minutes in both. Yeah, and from what I could tell from the recap, they Saudi Arabia just had like four times the possession. It was like seventy thirty or seventy five twenty five uh, possession wise. So you know Venezuela was definitely under attack. I'm sure Martinez had his hands full. Wow, good for Martinez. Yep. All right. Um, anything, anything else for the good of the order? oh my gosh it will be nice just to have the full squad back um Mm -hmm. i I almost hope that curtain just decides to put all the starters out and go score four point four goals against uh, kansas city just to to make the fans and feel better get the team back mentally um i don't know that he will do that because he does have a big big opponent with us uh, but it's just I don't know. We need something. We need some something to step yeah. up. So there's got to be more fire in, yeah. in the team. I mean, obviously, he knows the details of what's important in the season. Um, I mean, across the board, uh, which games are are more valuable than others. But I, I think they are going to start taking this late. Not that they aren't, but they really taking the league game seriously to get back on track with you know, feeling more like 
we felt last season. I mean, although last season was a bit of a slow start, it wasn't quite this slow. Last so. season we had that whole we had the whole Ted Lasso yeah, effect for all the ties, yeah. ties, all the ties, so. all the ties. Season two. You know, maybe hopefully maybe this is a similar thing. I mean, we're getting some losses instead of ties, but hopefully we're just kind of shaking out whatever's in our system and we'll start to hit our stride hopefully by late spring, early summer, and then we can start moving up the table. Uh, yep. I almost feel yeah. like the union like to chase the pack instead of just lead it right from the outgo right from the outset, you know. Um which yeah. I I I kind of you know uh, respect that, that or you know it's a Peloton, right? You gotta you gotta let others yeah. uh you know break the, the work. Wind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey maybe maybe the union can hire Jens Boyd. <laughs> you need a draft off to draft off St. Louis now. Yeah, so that was kind of my last. I just want to give a shout out to St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, just the the Cinderella inaugural season, five wins. They are absolutely crushing it. Um, I mean, uh, just real quick, as a matter of, uh, I don't know what the word is now, um, just to acknowledge it. Uh, Eric's and my family have roots in St. Louis. Yes. So that's kind of our Western conference team. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. They're starting out this year. Yeah. We've been and tons we, of families still there too. Yeah. And many I, of whom are soccer supporters in some way or another. So. Yeah. And just talk with them. I knew even before the season started, just, just how psyched they were for St. Louis getting their team. The insane, absolute insane number of, um, season ticket request. They have, I think they must have they set sold a record. out in minutes. Yes, and it's and then just there's like a list, and I mean, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So. And, and with every year with MLS expanding, which I don't know how much longer they can keep doing this, but every year they've been expanding. It's like St. Louis has always been like the the bridesmaid. It's like when are they going to get their team? Mm-hmm. And they finally got their team, and it just they are not squandering a single amount of opportunity or energy. They are just. They're just they're they're doing it right. So you know, good um, for them. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. And actually, the nice thing is, the union will not be playing St. Louis at all during the regular season. Yes. So we can unabashedly root for St. Louis as well as, as Philadelphia until um, at least the postseason. Until the postseason. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And in which case, you know, we'll and then the Nines come out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Philly. Welcome to Philly. Just in case it comes through on the mic. Uh, our cat sounds like she's in desperate need of a CPAP machine. Um, so uh, if you're hearing anything, that's uh, that's what you're hearing. Anyway. Once again, Chrissy gets the quote for the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay. Well, um, yeah. If you want to reach us, um, you can reach us email a more Philly union at gmail.com. Twitter. A more Philly you. Uh, Instagram. A more Philly union. Um, and we are now in podcast world where you can listen to our podcast, wherever you find your podcast, hopefully Google soon and uh, Apple not too far behind. That's right. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for li- listening to another episode of A More Philly Union. We are your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm C. And I'm Paul. 